Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger syndrome, also called autism spectrum disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Welcome once again to Aspieland, and I'm your host, John Allen, along with my lovely wife, Kathy. Hi, everyone. Good to be back. And we're here once again to visit in our podcast that's here for everyone. Whether you have Asperger's Syndrome, Autism Spectrum Disorder, or whether you're neurotypical. If you're new to this podcast, you're in a place of acceptance. It is our goal and our aim to learn about each other by understanding each other, by looking at life through each other's eyes. Now this visit and next visit, we're going to be talking about Marriage. <laughs> Marriage is what brings us together today. <laughs> I always think about that scene from The Princess Bride. I can't help it. So anyway, we're going to talk about marriage. And not just any marriage, but a neurodiverse marriage, which is exactly what we're calling the program. Neurodiverse marriage one and two. Hopefully it won't take more than that. Now, we were married many, 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 many years, several decades, as a matter of fact, before I found out I had Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder. For those of you who have just discovered you have Asperger's Syndrome and you've been married, this is probably going to be real helpful for you. And for those of you who are thinking about getting married or are just getting married and you are a person with Asperger's Syndrome, Autism Spectrum Disorder, this is also going to hopefully help you out at the same time. So what we're going to go over is actually a lot of what we went over in the last podcast, but this is going to be about being married, which is a whole different ball game than dating because yes, you still date while you're married, but the but there are some things that are different that fall into place. Well, we're in know. a committed relationship. That's so true. that takes on a different flavor. <laughs> it does indeed. So to it does speak. Indeed. I wanted to say that our relationship has not been linear. Uh, this has been a journey with many, many, many ups and downs. Some of the language and knowledge we have today concerning neurodiversity in a relationship wasn't even on our radar. So it has been a process where we've been kind of, for a long time, stumbled in the dark, I would say. Yeah, I think I, I can agree. say that really comfortably. We stumbled sure. around in the dark. Yeah. Well, until I started finding resources that were more encouraging, let's put it that way. Okay. The things that I initially found were not educating me with what was happening with you. And I think there was stuff through the United Kingdom, Great Britain had some really good videos that they were doing as part of... Um, like an, a, an initiative to get an people initiative aware. To, yes, to yeah. educate the public about right. people on the spectrum. Uh -huh. Videos showed what life was like from behind your eyes. Right. And what that was coming at sensory-wise and visual and auditory and how it looks when people are looking at you. And it, it's it's a different way of perception 
that I had no idea because the way my brain's working, it's filtering all the unnecessaries out, you know, for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And your brain isn't. So it's exhausting for you, which I would never have known. And, oh, it makes sense to speak more specifically. It mm-hmm. makes sense to know, you know, that when you're watching TV, that is totally not the time to try to connect, period. But that could happen with anybody, honestly. But that's especially... More so. More, more so, so. With, more with so, Asperger's, yeah. More so. But I would not have known any of that had not that particular type of teaching hadn't been presented. And... And that brings up a point that those of you who are neurotypical in the relationship, don't be afraid to look stuff up. Don't be afraid to go and research. For example, the Toronto Red Path Center is a really great resource. There's another one, AANE, which is also real good. Red Path is Canada. AANE is here in the U.S. And autism.org, that's in the U.K. It's part of the National Autistic Society in Great Britain. Those are real good resources. That's just like one from each country. There are good resources all over, but there are also equal number of not so good resources. So pay attention. If it's kind of negative, stray away from it because what you're looking for is something that will enrich the relationship, Mm -hmm. that will help you to communicate. Communicate, communicate, communicate. That's the mm-hmm. big word yes. for the marriage relationship. Yes, it is. Yes, and, yes, yes, yes. And for those of us, and for and those yes. of us who have Asperger's syndrome, we need to pay attention to the fact that the other person in the relationship has no idea what's going on in your head. Yes, this, <laughs> which it, I say to him specifically, I don't read your mind. <laughs> yes, well, if you did, you'd pay money to get out. Uh, so it's it's one of those things where you just have no clue it's there. Now, those of you who have Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder already know all of this, but for those of you who are neurotypical, it can be alarming. This is important for a relationship. It's important for that commitment that you're carrying with your significant other that you want to be able to continue. And sometimes that Asperger's is just going to plain get in the way because you get distracted real easy. You absorb all this information from around the room that a neurotypical is not going to notice. On a personal note, uh, John's always been very encouraging as far as I am blessed with very good friendships where I can be honest and open. And that has been a lifesaver for me, honestly, because John and I love each other and we communicate way better than we used to. We are like friends. We're still friends. We enjoy each other. We have fun when we go out. You know, we laugh and and have a good time. But it's good to have other people in your life, you know. And I just feel like that just gives you some more opportunities. Uh, If It's good to have support systems. I think it's also, too, I think it's good if people have, you know, support systems that, like if there's a support group. There are, by the way, support groups for those of us who have Asperger's syndrome, yes. autism spectrum disorder, and you can seek those out from researching. You can yeah, find chapters some in your in your community. Yeah. Yes, and and you can find the friends that she finds and has that help her out. We need those as well. Yes. Um, yes. 
I can't be everything to you. That, yes, I can't. That, yes. I, it's not. It's Absolutely. not possible. And I should. <laughs> and and I shouldn't expect it. Exactly. At the right. same time. Right. Exactly. So exactly. For you, let me ask you. For you, as a neurotypical, what was the toughest adjustment to make? The most difficult thing is that I had no clue. I think that was the hardest thing because, again, trying to make you into something you're not because I didn't understand that the world was different for you, that like certain spaces are super uncomfortable for you. I didn't have an idea about that. I just kept trying, why can't you be in this social situation? Why can't you act this way in this social situation? And maybe you were thinking, yeah, why can't I? We didn't know. We honestly didn't yeah. know. I think that was the hardest thing to overcome and be able to be more uh, expansive about and allow space for to know that maybe you, you know you were in this setting with a ton of people that we needed to go to or be part of and you know part of our faith community you know that often puts us in situations you know where there's lots of people or a lot of stimulation I had no idea what that was like for you and being in gatherings and, and going out to certain things, that it's exhausting and that you might need some time to recover from all yeah. of that stimulation. Oh, and, absolutely. And so if you come home and you do whatever you need to do, like play a couple games on your iPad or whatever to kind of, you know, yeah, calm that chill down. down. Yes. Right. You need time to do that. Otherwise, right. you're talking meltdown all over the place. Yes. Which yes. we've had a few oh, yeah. and you've been a part of. Yes. And, yeah. and yeah. those are not fun. They made me mad. I got to tell you, they made me mad. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're happy to share that because yeah. it's important. It's part of the relationship. You're going to get mad. You're going to, yeah, yeah. you know, and these things are going to happen. Mad, sad. If you were, if you sad, mad. Sad, yeah. mad. If you were, um. If you were both neurotypical, you'd still have these same struggles. But when one of you is neurotypical and the other one is, is on the spectrum, it becomes a lot harder. And you got to work slower. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, you have yeah. to be patient with each yeah. other because in the beginning, I wanted her to be just like me. You know, the attentive wife, Ozzie and Harriet kind of Boy. thing. And for well, I can't even think of. There's no 21st century version of Ozzie and Harriet anymore. Thank but God. You can go back and find it on TV Land. We, I yeah, wanted we that. Grew up in that era. Yeah, yeah. and I wanted that. that. That's gone. That, right. that ship has sailed. Yeah, definitely sailed. <laughs> Sunk off the other. Yeah, edge. yeah, and it's off the side of the end of the earth. <laughs> yes. It's long gone with the hobbits and all that good stuff. Anyway, I wanted to change her into something I wanted her to be thinking that, oh, that's okay, that's normal, that's good, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And so that was an adjustment for me right? to make. Right, and we needed a lot of help with that. I mean, we could, honestly, I don't think we could have done it on our own without, we had really good people in our life, yeah. and then we did, we did, we had some crises, and yeah. we had to seek counseling. Yeah, and, and those things are really good, and you need to keep in mind if you've, have been married a little while and you discover one or the other has Asperger's syndrome, autism spectrum disorder, it's okay to seek some help. And one of the things we're trying to do is be that help and to be helpful for you so that you can pick up some steam and, and get some understanding going between yes. you. It helps if we have something we can relate to. I wasn't able to find that in our particular situation 
as I learned to be more open to you, and then as we were finding out after you were officially diagnosed, it wasn't just a suspicion, it was a reality. Then it was like, oh, okay, now we can really take the time to go, okay, all right, this is, this is what this is. It explains a lot, and I know John has shared some going back to the past and, you know, dealing with some things on a personal level. Well, we've kind of had to do that as a couple as well, I think, for those who are diagnosed later. Going over and go, okay, that's why that happened in that situation. That's why that had. Yeah. You know, it's right. so- sorting through those things. One of the those that I can recall right off the bat is when I see someone and they say hello to me as I'm walking past them, I won't acknowledge it. This was several years ago. Wow. And, you, and, and you got really upset about it and said, why don't you talk to people? Yes. Why don't you communicate with people? Yes. And I'm like, what? I saw them. They said hi. And she'll go, well, you didn't, you didn't yes, say anything. she did say that. Right. And, and <laughs> she did. Yeah. And, that would be me. Right. Well, and that's okay. Because what it does is it, it says there's something not right here. And that's something those of us who are Aspies need to be aware of, that your significant other is there to help you. Yes. They are committed to you. Yeah. And they're there to help you out. So be nice. Because <laughs> yeah, be nice not only do they get to pick the nursing home you get to go to, but they help you out with the things you aren't quite aware that you're doing. Right. And, and here, so, for example, in our present time, how this looks is, oh, we're going here tomorrow or we're having somebody over. So guess what? You, John, need to think about either getting in your calm space to prep for that amount of stimulation. Right. Do what you have to do. I can't do that for you. Yeah, that's right. I can just give you the heads up. This right. is what's going to happen. Or we're going to be with a group of people tomorrow or today or whatever. So remember, you know, what do you want to do when you get there? And he's worked out some things where he can interact in a safe space way for him. Right. And and then he can do whatever he needs to do to feel okay. But instead of going in blind, like, oh, yeah, he's just going to be great today because we fought about yeah. it last week. And, you that, know, so. and that kind of preparation <laughs> saves arguments. Yes. It, it stops the fact that you get back and you say, well, why did you act like that? Well, I don't know. And you're starting to, <laughs> now you're starting to argue back and forth, which is not good for Asperger people. Or any people, really. Well, well yeah, yeah, that, yeah, and yeah, that's no, true. It's that's true. very not true. Any, and it's yeah. especially not good for us because it can help, it makes that anxiety level go way through the roof. True. People can grow through conflict. Conflict isn't all bad. True. I think in a normal pattern of life, when you clash and you don't agree or you have differences in the way you do things or whatever, to learn that, okay, take a breath, we yeah. need to get through this and be able, that's where, oh, listening and asking yeah. questions. And that's what I was just going to get to is communication. We don't, we have to learn to communicate back and forth. And I've had to learn to be able to not hold it in and get angry and then be irritated because you're not acting the way I want you to act and behaving the way. I mean, you've grown a whole lot over the years, a whole bunch. 
Um, I hope so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know, too, and I've had to, too, and that's where you allow the other person to be who they are, but it's also fair to make sure that I'm being heard by you and I can pick up sometimes when maybe you're not listening or paying attention or that I'm communicating in a way that's distracting and I am one to talk with my hands. And I know he said to me, I'm still talking yeah, with my hands yeah, right now. Yeah, and you cannot yeah. see this. I can read your hands really yeah. well, but I'm not understanding <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's distracting and to be succinct. And I think this is good for everybody is to know what is it that I want to say? Like the other night, we we have the backwards way of asking, oh, wouldn't it be nice if somebody was helping me or something? And I was just like, would you could you pick that up and do that? Or would you fold that and put that away? Just a very specific, yes. literal. Yes. And literal yeah. thinking is real important because yeah. those of us with Asperger's syndrome, autism spectrum disorder, Take everything really, really literal. Yes. You can't hand me a plate and say, would you throw this out if that's a real plate and right. not a paper well, plate. Well, and I think you've kind, of you've kind of managed to know well, that discernment. Yes, that, that's true. But in sometimes those little details get lost. Yes. And for those of us with the ASASD going on, it's a real lesson in trying to concentrate. Right. Especially talking right, back and right, forth. Right. Because we can hijack a conversation like you mentioned before. Yes. And we can just sit there and start blowing you away with stories from who knows where they came from. <laughs> and for those of us with ASASD, you've got to watch that it that person, it, well, well, you're not going to feel appreciated <laughs> well, or, or appreciated or heard. We have to be cognizant of what the other person is saying when they say something. Yes. You don't just talk to hear yourself talk. Uh, well, we can as Aspies, but <laughs> most neurotypicals don't. And so they expect to be heard. One of the things that helps us is we parrot it back. When I say something to her, she'll say, now, I want to make sure I got this. You're saying this, and I'll go, yeah. And then so she'll say her thing, and I'll go, that means you mean this? Yes. And maybe or maybe not, yes. And yeah. then or, if it isn't, we'll, then, yeah. Right, then we then, correct it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's real valuable stuff because one of the things you want to do in a neurodiverse relationship, we have to be willing to sit back and slow down and take each thing a step at a time. Partly because we've got, you know, I've got 50,000 things in my head. So to have 20 things in my head added to it all at once is not going to help. But if we do it slowly and carefully, then I can kind of get it. And sometimes I don't get it the first time around. And Kathy is fabulous at being patient because she's willing to sit there and listen and wait. And sometimes she'll have to, because she gets frustrated <laughs> with me, she'll have to go to the kitchen and do something. And then she'll come back and she'll be fine. And I know that sometimes she does that. And so I kind of go, I need to work on this. It's a work in progress. Yes. It's not something yes. that's going to go away in a week. Three yes. seminars, two things, and my podcast may not cover it. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it looks like we ran out of time again. My goodness. Anyway, we're going to be back to talk more about marriage on our next visit. So be sure not to miss it. I appreciate 
you being with me oh, on I this ride you. because this is important that you were here. Yes. Uh, so everybody well, gets I a chance to. I am grateful to be able to uh, be a part and share. And it would be helpful and interesting to have people write you and tell you their story, their experience. And, and people you know, can do that by going to john at aspieland.org. That's my email address. You can write me. You can ask me a question. Ask Kathy a question. I'll read it to her. It would be nice to hear some stories and hear some things from other people. Right, uh, right. We may not have an answer, but we might be able to direct you to where the answer might be found. That's true. That's true. I appreciate everybody who's been listening. And please visit the AspieLand.org website. Go to the subscription page and subscribe. That way I get to know who you are and where you're from. And also, I can put you on the mailing list, and you can get your notice that I send out once every two weeks that says, hey, I got a new podcast, and here's what it's all about, and here's the new and exciting things that are happening. That would be fun as well. So try to stay safe. Any last words of wisdom, my dear? Thank you again, everyone, for taking this time to allow us to be in your space and be a part of your day, whatever that day looks like, whether you're listening on your drive or your walk or your jog or doing dishes or laundry or uh, on uh, your commute. So thank you. We are honored to be able to be a part of this and we'd love to hear from you. Okay. So everybody try to stay safe and we'll talk again in Aspie land. I'm considering maybe I should do that. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Aspie land podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not, because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again. <laughs>